a college dorm, Facebook marketplace, Craigslist, mutual friends. These are all terrible places to find a roommate. But on today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer entitled Living Conditions, we learn the worst place to find a roommate is a hell dimension. My name's Tavia. And I'm James. And this is What, what the, the Hell, hell Mouth. All right, so James, let's get before we get into the thick of things. Like we said, guys, wow, I fucked that up real bad. It's all getting left in. Like we said, guys, this is what the hell mouth. Um, James, TC, how have your weeks been? I don't want to talk about my week. You know that. Understandable. It's been real shitty, guys. We'll eventually talk about it by Will. I mean, Nicole and I. Oh, I actually, actually, Nicole and I, it's nothing like we haven't broken up. It's, I've, I'm afraid people will start thinking like, oh, my God, it's it's something they keep saying as together that they experience. But no. We're still fine as a relationship. It's just the three amigos went down to two. It's sad. But who cares about that? I'm batting these demons away. Get out of here, nightmares that have come back. To this week. Yes, to this week, I say. Friday, November 6th. We have a podcast to release, TC. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm watching the sunset. It's dumb beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, please focus, but I'm I'm fine with that now. (laughs) The podcast that be, our angel podcast, will be released on patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. I'm excited about it. Also, uh, this is, I think I'm also telling TC this. The listener and my co host are hearing this for the first time. It won't just be, oh, the what the hell mouth experience, just we're talking about Angel. I have bits, I have games, I have segments planned. It will be a new experience, not just a one to one for Angel. It's a new experience for everyone. James has bits. He has games. He has things planned. I have anxiety about the entire thing. Why? I was talking to Morgan about it earlier, and she was like, I'm surprised you're doing it. I was like, oh, I didn't want to. <laughs> Wait, I guess you did? No, I wanted to. Wa- I wanted us to watch episodes that coincided with it, but you know how stressed I get when we watch Buffy the wrong way. Oh, We're watching my God. it the wrong way, and it stresses me. It will still watch. It'll still be like within the same area of watching these angel episodes that coincide with. I Okay, I will be you're pissing me off already. We have I, been recording for maybe two minutes and you're pissing me off. I thought this argue or not. I thought this debate, whatever you want to call it, was going to happen tomorrow on the actual angel podcast. I was ready to roll to say like, it's fine. You don't need to be stressed. We'll still watch these episodes with the Buffy episodes. Well, it then, what just, the hell are we gonna, 
So, like, we're on episode two of Buffy that we're about to talk about right now. Yes. The next episode of Buffy that we watch crosses into the third episode of Angel. We haven't watched the first episode of Angel yet. So what are we going to do? Skip episode two? No, we're going to watch one episode one and two of Angel for tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. So we're still keeping up with. Okay, well, then I'll shut the fuck up. I have explained this to you so many you know times. What, I love you so much, but I, just to be transparent, not well. You have not I explained have, it well. Oh, I have. I For the swear. I'm going in just as blind as you, you guys are. Or like slightly, like I'm going in with one eye closed. You guys are going in both eyes closed. I feel like but I we're even, walking by faith and not by sight, guys. I even explained this to you last episode of this show, like on the episode. Listeners, let's take a poll. Did y'all understand what James was talking about? Because I didn't. I did hear that. Hey, y'all know how James be about. Du- I'm not. I'm talking to the listeners, James. Y'all know how he be about doubling up. I got to sit and cry in a damn chair to get James to watch two episodes. So that's why I thought that he wasn't on my landlord's passing. Wave at him. Hey, Dan. Oh, I know Dan. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> He's do my landlord. He is not your landlord. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been that. squatting. He wouldn't care. No, Let's at your get place. into this episode because, wow, I have a story that I would not have had if we had watched the, if we had watched the series the way we were supposed to and not take taken nine hiatus. Yeah. Oh, but my week. Um, I got a haircut and then I shaved it because he pushed my shit back way too far. So I'm bald again. I should know that by now that I was like, oh, wow, TC bald. Uh, I should know that if you usually are bald, it means. Uh, it uh, wasn't a bad cut. Everybody else really, really liked it. And they were like, well, you look great. And I was like, thanks. But I personally didn't like how far back you pushed my line up. And I was like, it's so short anyway. And I'm all about new beginnings. So on November 1st, I shaved my head again. And I'm going to leave it until probably I think I'll get another haircut New Year's Eve, maybe, so that I go into the new year fresh. And if I don't like it, fuck it. I'll cut it again. And then it's like a a whole new beginning, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. No one to tell me no or where to go or say I'm only dreaming. Is that Beauty and the Beast? Wait, no, Aladdin. Aladdin. So (laughs) sorry. I'm so sorry. I meant Aladdin. Um, This woman is so close to the car I'm sitting in. She looks just like Britney from Glee. I was like, Britney, damn. I mean, damn, just let them shit on the tires then. Did she have a dog? She has two. Oh, dang. Was he really pooping on the tires? No, but she has them so close, and now they're standing in the grass. They don't want to poop. Take them home, Brittany. Did you know she has three dogs? Whoa. She has a a light-skinned brown one. I don't really know what he is. Um, A black one with a little white tail tip, and then a black and white one. I couldn't tell you what any of them were, because I don't know dogs. Just say Tamagotchis. No, because they were dogs. She's walking around, three keychains, dragging on the cement, three Tamagotchis. Incorrect. It was three dogs. Hey, no one's there to know to collaborate your story. I'm right here. Oh, you're right. That's fair. It's cold. Sorry, I'm pulling up the episode. On today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we learned the Patreon. The patriarchy. All right. Living Conditions, Season 4, Episode 2, Original Air Date, October 12th, 1999. You, okay, can, you should bring your fun facts now up to uh, the beginning. What's crazy is there were no good fun, there were two fun facts and neither of them were good. Let's, let's have the, say them, and then our listeners on Twitter, at WTHMPod, 
will let us know which one is better. Uh, which one's the funner of the facts? I can't. My internet's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. My internet gave me just enough to because I'm so far away from the box. It gave me just enough to pull up the episode, and that was it. Okay. Wait, then how are you stream? How are you talking to me? Oh, this phone has no service. I'm oh. on my actual phone. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so. For the listeners, Living Conditions is the second episode of the fourth season. As you know, in the fourth season, Buffy has gone on to college. Um, so this episode is all about the roommate. We did meet Kathy in the first episode. And it's like her kind of eccentric roommate. But we're starting to learn that like she actually is kind of like a pain in the ass and a shitty roommate. Now, here is my thing about the episode. Buffy's not a great roommate either. They're both very inconsiderate. The only thing is like the plot twist, of course, is that Kathy is a demon yeah. who is trying to steal Buffy's soul so that she can stay going to college and Buffy will be the one that's taken back to the dimension Kathy is from. James, have you ever had a roommate other than your betrothed? I ranked my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I was going to ask you, but I, I, I don't know how many roommates you've ever had. Let's see. Um, grew up with one. Yeah. And then when I moved out of my mom's house, uh, I lived with my then girlfriend, her, her brother, and their parents. And then their parents moved out and the brother moved out. But then her cousin and her two best friends moved in. And then uh, I moved out of there and moved in with my sister and Rachel. And then I lived with them until I moved in with my next roommate. And then they moved out. And then I just had another roommate. So I've had nine roommates oh no 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 nine ten eleven twelve roommates in life i've had ten so coming in at number ten my uh, one of my roommates brandon his uncle chuck and uncle chuck was a big ass fuck he smelled like ass. He made the house smell like ass, even after leaving for multiple hours. His reasoning was, hey, I don't want to drive up your water bill by taking That's a shower. Disgusting. Hey, just take a fuck. Yeah, I know. Aww. TC's face. Uh, he was the worst. He didn't pay rent. He was only supposed to be there for two weeks, wound up being there for like six months until we, uh, Nicole and I just had to tell Brandon, hey, he's out. He's gone. We don't want him anymore. Damn. So he sucked. Then after everyone had moved out, it was just Brandon and I in this trailer. And Brandon, I was about to move out. So Brandon's like, I can't afford this place on my own. I'm pretty sure he could. It was uh, $333 a month. So I don't know. Not bad. Yeah, I know. So there was this person. I do not know their name. I forgot. But he had in a very, very aggressive dog that no one walked. So sometimes I would have to walk. There is a specific moment that I will not talk about because it is a very traumatic and it would bring down the podcast so much. But it was in regards to this very mean dog. Jesus. So he's coming in at number nine. Coming in at number eight is my good friend Marshall. Now, Marshall's this low because he only lived with us for maybe three weeks while he didn't have a home. We just let him sleep on our couch in the trailer. He's a great person, but he, he has to be that low. I barely lived with him. Now, coming in at number, what's this now? Seven? Uh, ten, nine, eight, seven. An ex-girlfriend named Carrie. Uh, she's She was fine. Uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing too special. Our relationship. Did you pour pig's blood on her. What? Did you pour pig's blood on her. No, because That's of Carrie. 
Uh, but I, at first I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Their names aren't the same, Why but it's I because she spells it differently. Oh. Uh, like, much differently. How much different can you spell Carrie? Is Oh, let me guess. K-A-R. Was she white? Yeah. K-A-R-E-I-G-H. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm glad. That would have been very bad. I'm not going to spell it. Then, oh, but you'll read a love, a love letter on the podcast. But spelling her name. Oh, because then people can find her. You're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Brandon's dad. Uh, that was a joke, but I would always joke to Brandon and Tyler when they were like, oh, which one of us is the best roommate? I'd go Brandon's dad. He would forget our friend Brandon's birthday uh, all the time. And one year he said the he was like happy nineteenth birthday and he's like dad I'm I'm twenty uh, please re- please remember my dad then we have my brother who I was a roommate with uh, throughout most of my life he's cool free on king funny but very like when we became teenagers both of us were just at each other's throats. He once chased me with a wooden sword and was seriously like trying to break my bone with it. It was bad. Okay. That's scary. You ever had any of that with uh, your sibling? Not purposefully. Okay. I would just get hurt because like I would, she would like dare me to do stuff like older kids do when I was little and I would. You had to prove yourself. Of course. Then we have Tide, Brandon and Tyler. Now, Tyler is a better friend to me, so I would probably usually put him up more than Brandon, but there is that time Tyler spent all of our rent money at the strip club, so he had to be brought down a little bit, tied with Brandon. He paid us back, though. That's nice of him. Then we, then we have my good friend, best friend, Franklin. He's number two. And then, of As course, Nicole. She top two and she not two. Wait. It's a phrase. She, wait. I'm top two and I'm not two. So it's like I'm number one. Oh, okay. And then to go further, Nelly once said, I am number one. Two is not a winner. And three, nobody remembers. Which makes sense because I don't remember who you said for number three. Uh, it was The guy tie. with the strip club money. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and there we go. That's my top ten. Hold on. I, I really got to recalibrate. <laughs> I, I, something went wrong with my numbers here. What of how many roommates you have? Yeah, I I I, I messed it all up. I messed it all up. Whoa! I, I think I, I miscounted. Okay, here's mine. Number I'm gonna rank them from best to worst. My uh, my number. You know what? I'll do worst to best. I'm gonna come in with a tie at number. Uh, sorry, my numbers are off, James. Six, it's seven, fine. Eight, nine, ten, ten. So apparently, I've only had. 10 if because some people got counted as like if they were couples i just count, I counted them unless they were distinctly different okay my number 10 no my number nine it would be number nine is that an ipod touch six no it's an iphone okay it looks a lot eight. like the touch six my number nine is a tie for my most room, recent roommate who was named alexis and a roommate i lived with back in 2014 2015 named larissa larissa um, was a hateful young woman who just seemed to, she was my then girlfriend's best friend's girlfriend. I don't know what was wrong with that girl, but she was just mean. She was just a tiny little bully who had carpal tunnel syndrome. Did she try and explain <laughs> it all, all the time? 
She did the last night she lived there because, like, we did a survivor-esque type thing where we voted her out of the house. <laughs> um, it was very dramatic. I thought you were going to say you were playing a survivor, like, video game. No, we just got tired of her and we got tired of the girlfriend because, like, they would never clean. They would argue all the time. And it was the loudest arguments I've ever heard. And there was at that – that was an actual house. So in the backyard, there was, like, a a, a, a tool shed – so they would argue and then T would go outside into the backyard and scream and punch the doors and walls of the tool shed. So you would just hear like, ah! and Larissa would be like on the floor of the living room, like, ah, I can't do it, I can't. And it was like, you could, like, what are you supposed to do? I'm passing to take a shower because I am a little funky. And like, now I have to stand and hug you. And I feel bad, one, because you're breaking down. Two, because I don't like you enough to console you. And three, because I stink and you're in my stinky arms. And then also she would just say mean things. Like one time she said, um, I don't know, something about how I had a flat butt. I have the butt, James. No one's butt has ever been bigger than mine. Anyway, it was just, it really hurt me, that specific line. And then Alexis, I'm going to get into her later because she was my most recent roommate. And she only taught, Larissa had, Larissa had a bad, no, I'm sorry. Alexis is going to take the 10 spot. I'll give Larissa nine. Just above Larissa is her girlfriend, T. T was cool. She just was, she wouldn't do shit. Clean up, get a job. Stop taking three-hour showers where you and your girlfriend have sex. I have to shower before work, please. I had just started a Vivid, and they would just be fucking in the shower for three and a half hours. And I'd be like, please, I have to get to work. There's no – and I was coming from, like, the suburbs, so that's a 40-minute drive. And I was like, I'm cutting it real close. I'm only going to be able to shower for two minutes at this point, but I would really like to shower. Just above T, my ex – my first girlfriend's roommate, Chris, he was – an alcoholic and that's hard to live with <laughs> um i feel i feel like i've heard stories of all these people so it like previous stories are clicking in my head of like yeah i remember this alcoholic right no you're probably thinking about me <laughs> 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 my first girlfriend's parents they were nice enough to let me live there but they were still parents so they're going to be ranked at number six but i did rank them together my first girlfriend's brother Something he emotionally he was incorrect. He was really he was just so volatile. Like, God, it would be one minute we'd be having a great time and then he'd be really angry and like gripping one of them up by the neck. And I was like, um, I don't think I should be privy to this. I'm really uncomfortable. And you were just a baby back then. You shouldn't have been seeing that. My number three I'm gonna give to my first girlfriend. She was fine. She cleaned up enough. We just, it probably wasn't great because we were dating and we were super young and shouldn't have been living together. Same. Number two. I'm giving it to Rachel. She's, uh, she's, I think, a good roommate in the sense of, like, you can always, like, hijinks will ensue with her. And um, she's always kind of down to do whatever. We would have a lot of fun together. My number one roommate, gonna give it to Morgan. That's my homie. The Max. And my sister. She was a terrible roommate when we were kids because I didn't want to share a bed. But when we were adults, it was fine. Because you did want to share a bed. I leave her side. No, just because, you know. <laughs> I am an adult sibling who loves to share a bed with my sibling. So what about it? It's weird. Hold on a second. I might black out for a sec. Uh-oh. Because of the alcoholism. No, I had to turn the light up for my phone. I've actually, I stopped, I didn't drink for all of October. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm going to need to drink tomorrow. But then I think, um, oh boy. or I guess for the listeners to, to, to not break the fourth wall, obviously I'm going to drink today. 
Man, I hope that this episode is funny. Like, let's try to make this a great episode so that there's some type of light tomorrow. Uh, I hope the story I tell is going to be hilarious because I think tomorrow is going to be shit. I just reached out to my um my like hormone doctor and I was like, is there any way I could get a refill? But maybe a few refills, please, just to be safe. <laughs> Can I have like four or five vials of testosterone, please? But yeah, I don't know. I've had some. I don't. I don't. I've had a couple like great roommates. And then the rest of them, I think I'm picky in the sense of like, I clean and I think my roommate should clean too. Same. And like so many people don't agree with that. Tyler and Brandon, before I moved in, their their sink would just have mold in it because they wouldn't. I know it's disgusting. Then I came in. I was like, this needs to change, guys. I, I, disgusting. I will not have this. I'm coming in here. I'm paying for the Internet and a third of the rent. So please do your fucking chores. That's gross. And I, I hate that, like, sometimes you live with somebody and it's like, damn, should I set up a chore chart or something? Because I feel like I'm the only one doing the chores, y'all. And I've had so many roommates. They had a chore chart, just neither of them did it. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, gosh. Sorry, my heat just came on. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> oh, can you hear it? Uh, a tiny bit. Okay, great, because it's pretty cold. Oh, man, right. it's real loud now. Of course. Um, living conditions. So, so in the beginning of the episode, we see that, like, they do, they have little, like, things where they don't get along. Like, I was going to say Amy. Kathy um, plays Cher's uh, Believe by... Um, do you believe? By Cher. By Cher. <laughs> you Honestly, said plays <laughs> Cher's Believe by... Uh, oh, fuck. Who's it by? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lady that sings the song. Oh, I can't think of it. The woman that sings Cher's Believe. Oh. <laughs> can't call it to memory. But, um, so like she plays that on repeat while ironing her jeans and stuff like that. But to me, okay, music, I think is definitely one of those ones. I'm going to start with this. If I learned nothing else from my last roommate, and I think roommates overall, whether you are dating, whether you're not dating, when you live with someone, I really do think one of the first conversations you should have is what boundaries look like. And I don't think people do that often enough. Mm -hmm. I would say just across the board, in every living situation I've ever had, the problem when you live with a sibling, when you live with a partner, when you live with a, a friend, when you live with someone you don't know, just for the listeners, because I think some of you are younger than I am. When you live with someone, if you've never lived with somebody before, the first conversation you should have is about boundaries. Set boundaries with people you're living with so that you don't want to kill them. Because I can say the most realistic thing about this episode is wanting to kill a roommate. Maybe cut that. I don't want to go to jail. No, that's <laughs> fine. Unless you end up like it's one of your though. roommates, current roommates, because ex-roommates don't. I have don't. a roommate right now. Yeah, so you're you're in the gold. Couldn't make it work. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're... Okay, so I love this episode besides the fact that this is one of those that, oh, I've said it before, some of these are th just for a 30-minute episode block. There was a lot yeah. of bloat in here, especially with the extra quirks to make it seem like Kathy is intolerable. And some of those extra quirks, I am someone who is particular on things that need to be done. You know that. The listeners know that. And there are so many things that a particular person that Kathy is, is doing that do not 
coincide with a particular person. Her eating that big ass sandwich, that sloppy hamburger with her fucking hands. No, 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 no. Flossing in her bed, doing her toenails just willy nilly and letting them go out. A particular person enough to make labels and put Every single item of food, Kathy on, a particular person would not do this. Someone who would get pissed that bubble gum is left out, which everyone should be pissed at that. Yeah. But someone who is just so in, oh, enough to get it on your shirt. Someone who is that anal about things is it would would have a bib on, would have a tiny little napkin, put it on and eat that way. There were oh also the egg the hard boiled egg that she's just rolling on the desk to break open one a window sh- would be open uh, uh, someone this particular this so m- uh, meticulous would not want egg smell in such a small quarter the window would be open she wouldn't be rolling it also how. Did she hard boil the egg and then write her name on it? Or because that's the only way that this could have worked. Because if you hard boil Sharpie permanent marker, it will contaminate the entire thing. Yeah, she had to have hard boiled and written. I will say, um, your explanation, a lot of it, I think, is very uh, you based. Like I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I boil eggs all the time. I don't open the windows. It's fine. But also, I watched this episode with a friend of mine that has OCD, and they said a lot of what Kathy does kind of just seems like she may be like the um the when Buffy is tapping the pencil and Kathy hears it super amplified and stuff like that, which I could believe. I think something like Kathy probably also had some type of like a nervous something where like she couldn't handle Buffy. It's hard to say because they were both grotesque roommates at one point or another. We're like, originally Kathy does annoying things. Playing music loud is annoying, but there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, please don't play your music super loud. Or, hey, you know, can we maybe play music at a certain hour? What if there's some variety? What if you play some, I play some? There's ways to work around that. I don't know how we work around you drinking my fucking milk. I don't know how we do that. (laughs) The milk, when she just opens up the milk and starts drinking it and is like, oh, fuck, I bit off too. I'm swallowing more than I can and just lets it go down. down Uh, It was was funny. I enjoyed that part. Uh, There was one thing. This is what, 2000, no, 1999. No, then mm-hmm. two to 2000 in that yeah. area. CD mm-hmm. players had a repeat one. If you, you, she didn't need to keep going back to replay this share song. We only see her do it the one time. Maybe that time she happened to be listening. That's the last song on the CD. Or what if it's a CD that only, my mom was really good for like, she would have you um burn. Like, you remember when you burn CDs? Yeah. She would have you burn a song she liked on the CD but what if I only put that song on there one time instead of putting it on there as many times as the album will hold? Well, you push repeat one. But I forget to do that because I have to go iron my jeans and hard boil my eggs. Ew. Ugh. Open a window. Do you window. not like hard boiled eggs? No, I enjoy oh, But that also, so little things like that. If I open my window, even if it's a shared room, there is a lot of it was just a communication is so important. Yes. They were not communicating. If I am cold, I'm going to be like, hey, can we crack the window? Maybe something like that. And if push comes to shove and my roommate is not going to close our window, I'm going to just eat, bite the bullet and go buy another blanket. I'm not going to like keep, I'm not going to come and keep closing your window. That, yeah. that is a step too far. Don't fucking touch my window. Your windows are closed. That's the way you like it. Cool. Ask me if I mind closing my, that was why things got so boiled though. But don't, 
fucking clip your toenails in the room. Do it in the bathroom. In the floss. In the bathroom, you dirty little hamster. I'm going to actually look at my notes. I was getting real stressed. Uh, So uh, the floss thing, that's disgusting. They should have just talked. It was beyond belief. I was I was thinking when Buffy comes in the room once, I was hoping, I was praying that it would, but also that it wouldn't happen, that there would be a taped line down the middle of the room and say, you yeah. stay over here, I stay over there. Oh, I remember, I just remembered what I was going to say based off from the crack a window thing. This is a advice to literally everyone out in the world, and I'd like to know, if TC does this or not. Guys, it's winter time. You're in the northern hemisphere or the southernmost hemisphere where seasons change. If you are in a car with other people, you don't need to crank the heat as high as it goes and then keep rolling down the window to let, oh, the heat goes out. I'm going to turn off the heat and then, oh, going to crank it up again. Oh, going to crack the window again to... Just it, it, you can set the temperature. It doesn't need to be balls out hot. And then you just keep correcting it. That's how people get sick. That's how I would get sick friends in Michigan. No, I just turn the heat on. And I'm like, if you get too hot, turn it. I'll turn the heat high because I get cold easy. But I'm, I'm like, if I'm riding with people, I'll be like, if they're in the back, hey, let me know if it gets too hot. If they're in the front, turn it down if you need to. But when I get cold, I'm gonna turn it back up. So we can work together. But no, I'm not rolling my windows down in the winter. Yeah, every single friend would do that. They That's just weird. didn't know that, oh, just set it a little bit down. At, so then we're all at a comfortable heat. So Buffy goes patrolling one night under the guise of like going to get coffee. And Kathy catches up to her. And Buffy pushes her into like some bushes to keep her from seeing or getting hurt by the demon that Buffy has to fight. And Kathy alleges that Buffy ruined her sweater. Again, here was the great. This is a great episode where we could go back and just every single time they needed to have a conversation, be like, "There was, there's one." All Buffy had to do was say, "Hey, I kind of want to take this trip alone." Yeah, you have to take the initiative to be like, "No, you can't come with me. I, I want to go by myself. I can bring you something back. I don't, but I don't want to. I, I kind of just take this walk to clear my head after a long day, and I don't like doing that with people." Yeah, I say that um, to Nicole all the time. She's like, hey, do you want me? Uh, hey, can I go walk with you? And I say, hey, I'm having a bad day. I will have headphones on. Are you OK with that? And she's like, I don't want to get dressed anyway. So, uh, yeah, never mind. Now, as as a single person yearning for a partner, I would never tell a lover I wanted to be without them. <laughs> Unzip your skin and let me in or I'll do it. You can crawl in through my nose if you would like to. Oh, my God. I had a date. I had a date last Whoa. weekend. I went on a uh, like a, a FaceTime date. It was so much fun. I got ghosted, but that's okay. It was a really fun date. Oh, yeah, that's all and that I've matters. I've never done a virtual date before. Maybe they fell in a well. No, they came back and explained it after like a week, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Okay, so then you did. It wasn't a real ghosting. I don't know, James. I'm very insecure. It felt like a ghosting to me, but it all worked itself out. It was fine. What if they I were a real date, ghost? And I felt really, it was nice. It was really good for my self-esteem because like nobody has ever like shot their shot with me and they slid at museums and they were like, you're very handsome <laughs> and your arms are really buff. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, I'm just sad. But I didn't really say that. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Did you say you should thank my friend James for these muscles? No, I don't bring up other men when I'm on dates. <laughs> for uh, my need to punch him. Actually, no, do not bring that up. No, I don't go on dates and be like, I have a a, a violence issue. (laughs) That's not usually like that doesn't. Is that a violence issue? It's it's a need to to put me in my place. Like your face. Yeah. That's a violence issue. No, that's 
that's you needing to show power over me, dominance. We, people don't like that in men. Um, people don't <laughs> like men that need to assert their dominance. Anyway, I mean, so, some people um, do, like doming and subbing, but you know, just like in, in the specific. 1950s, in specific women love a areas. man that, ass, that asserts himself, guys. So wear Old Spice. <laughs> slap your girl. <laughs> that's, uh, probably in a, that's probably verbatim an Old Spice commercial back in the day. I don't. I feel like Old Spice is a new company. Are they not? What do you spray on before you? What do you? What What's the best deodorant to use when you're sweaty from slapping your gal around? <laughs> Old Spice. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. When you come home at night and dinner's not on the table, what What do you? What do you? When you come home at night and dinner's laid out real nice, and you want to do some hanky panky with your best gal, what are you spraying on? Axe deodorant. So Axe is good in this situation. Old yeah. Spice is bad. Old Spice is bad. Axe I, is the good guys. Bad smell. Good guys. I use Dollar Tree Speed Stick, which is good. It actually works so long. Like I will wake up in the morning, uh, wake up in the morning and... Smelling like P. Diddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still smell... Uh, it's still there. And I... To the point where I started thinking... Maybe that's not a good thing if it's lasting that long. No, I mean, it's you're supposed to put deodorant on at night and it's supposed to last you through the day. But I don't like that. No, you put it on. I think if I remember correctly, the directions say either put it on right before or right after a shower. I can't remember. Right after your nightly shower, you should be able to get up, shower in the morning and not have to put it on. That's odd. I'm not going to do it. I think that's disgusting. Yeah. Because then, quite own. also because uh, you would you would want to scrub it off because it's then it's pretty hard to get off though. I, I scratch or I use like I really like get in there with my uh, washcloth. Yeah, because if if it's still there, it's going to like the residue is going to get on your towel, and that's gross. But maybe like your morning wash is supposed to be light. As someone who before a quarantine showered like five times a day, I um, am really like I have to shower twice a day, and I'm really like like succinct about my shower so there is definitely not deodorant on me when i get out of my morning shower yeah i i don't know that's that's just that feels like a way for them to say hey we want you to use as much deodorant as possible so you buy another stick quickly but then i hate having deodorant where it's like little crumples under my arm same sometimes i'll shave my pits to prevent that i do not shave my pits because that makes me experience dysphoria okay but also um, let me quickly say i if I'm not around people, I'm not putting deodorant on. It makes me feel cleaner, like natural. <laughs> that is true. It makes me like it makes me feel less chemically and in toxined. I don't want to just be trapped in a room with my own must and no one else. No, I put deodorant on. But Buffy should have told her one you can't go with me. Also, too, as well, though. So when Kathy's sweater gets ruined, she instead of asking, just goes and gets a sweater out of Buffy's closet. And already that's too far, but okay, you don't have boundaries. But then she also goes through Buffy's stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are both really shitty roommates. Morgan called Parker sexy Xander, and then I couldn't get it out of my head. Morgan looks like, you know, uh, Orange County, the OC? My sister? Uh, No, wait, what? I said Morgan called Parker sexy Xander. Yeah, and you know the- You said Morgan looks like- no, wait. Did, Do you mean Parker? Parker yeah, I'm, like, I, I thought I said uh, Parker looks like, you know, the OC, that TV show? The maybe. dad? No. Okay. He looks like a young version of, identical 
to a young version of that man. I did not look it up, but I think this Parker storyline, that could have been cut. You didn't need oh, that in there. They could have cut the entire lunchroom scene. Yeah. The only reason they put that in there was to show Kathy doing it. And they could have put that in at any. They could have just been like, you got to stand on my sweater sometimes. That was so much filler. I didn't give a shit about any of that conversation. Or during the milk scene, she could have been wearing one of her sweaters and then drank the milk. And then it's a double. It's a twofer. Oh, you drank all my milk and you got it all over my vest. But remember, Kathy steals the sweater, not Buffy. I will figure it out. So when Kathy picks the book up and there's gum under it, that was Buffy. That's disgusting. You are literally just putting your gum down places. What are you doing? This was just an, I believe, an, an amalgamation, however that word is said, of what the writer's room did not like. In roommates, they're like, oh, I find this annoying. I find this annoying. I find this annoying. There wasn't a consistency within this character. And there is one. But before we knew this person was evil, I was like, just tell her that you hunt vampires. She will think you're crazy and move out. She'll be like, oh, this this person's an insane person. I'm leaving. But also, I will say. This is another one of those episodes where they doubt Buffy and it's annoying. I get that Buffy was being a little like a little crazy, but she hasn't been wrong. She's never told you guys she thought something and was wrong about it. So it would have been nice for them to be like, you know what? You're off your fucking rocker. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll trust that, you know, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Be like once she's like, no, I think she's evil. Then you should say, wow, Buffy is acting very out of character. So let's look into this. And I think also a thing, like, even though Willow's roommate was really, like, the the funny part of the storyline is supposed to be Willow's roommate just won't stop throwing parties. So I guess she's like, well, I mean, I, I get it from that perspective. But it's like, I think the thing that people don't realize about bad roommates is that you are only hearing the stuff that I, that's so egregious that I remember to tell you about it. You're not hearing the little shit that she clips her toenails in the room, like, I'm not going to think to tell you that because I'm so busy telling you she was sitting on her fucking bed flossing and closing my goddamn window. I just had a really bad roommate experience. So this episode really hit close to home for me. Are you going to say the experience? So I hadn't had a roommate. I Most of the summer I didn't have a roommate and I had never like lived alone. So I kind of like milked it. So maybe I'd say from June to from June to September, I didn't have a roommate. And I was like, this is really depressing. I was super depressed, but that's not the point. Um, it was nice to kind of just have, you know, the, a house to myself for the first time, say for Draco for most of it, and then Geo for the back half. It, but I can't afford um, rent by myself, and my landlord was only willing to float float me until my the lease that I had then ran out. So when September came, I didn't realize my lease ended in at the end of September, or I would not have gotten a roommate. But I thought it ended at the beginning of September, so I went and I looked on Facebook Marketplace and Facebook for a roommate, as you know, because you helped, like you also shared the post. And I found one. I found like a tiny little queer uh, girl who was a little older than me, like I think 28, 29. And it was like everything went really smoothly, a little too smoothly. And something was like, this is all happening really fast. But I was like, I can't pay $1,200 for, for I, I couldn't afford it. I don't have a job. So um, also, oh, no, I got to tell this one story. I've really been working on not veering off and telling other stories, even though that's what I'm doing now by telling you this. But put a pin in that. So they come and they see the apartment. My landlord's like, yeah, she seems cool. I'm like, she seems cool. September 1st comes and she moves in. And oh, shit, hold on. 
Oh, no, they're not coming. September 1st comes, she moves in. And it was interesting because it was like um, the first day she moved in, she had like three things. Um, and I helped her like carry one up. Her manager helped her carry another up. And then she carried one up. And then she was just kind of sitting on the couch. But mind you, when she came and saw the apartment, Draco was like his normal lovey-dovey self. Gio went and hid under the couch because he does not like people that aren't me. So he was like, nah, I don't fuck with this. I don't know this person. So he hid under the couch, but Draco was all over her, giving her hugs and kisses. First day she moves in, um, she is like sitting on the couch. Like I was sitting on the couch just in case she had questions or anything and just trying to get to know her. Like I would assume you do with a roommate. To, for like background, I've never had a roommate I wasn't related to or or dating or like a roommate that knew someone I was related to or dating. There's never been a roommate I had where there was no no relation or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this was my first experience. So I was like, I mean, I guess maybe we try to get to know each other. But then she kind of just sat on the couch and started crying. And I was like, uh, okay. And she was like, yeah, you know, fucking back, you know, threw my back out playing ball. And it's like, now I can't work today. I hate letting people down. And I don't know if it's that I don't know how to deal with emotion. But I was like, this is a really weird, like, first thing for us to have. But I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. She was like, yeah, I just hate letting people down. This guy is in a band. I told, oh, she worked at a restaurant. She was like, I told him, come to my restaurant. Now he can't. I mean, he can, but I won't even be there. I just hate letting people down. And then she went in her room and closed the door. And I was like, uh-huh. Well, if you need anything, let me know. There's medicine in the medicine cabinet. You should have said, that. well, you're kind of letting me down right now. <laughs> you're kind of bringing me down champ <laughs> um so time passes a few days go by i was kind of doing my own thing me and rachel were like going state to state seeing sites and stuff we drove down to iowa and stuff and we just like our, our paths never really crossed she'd be at work i'd be out so on and so forth and then one night this was september so i was still drinking and i was having like some like uh, a, a nightcap and are you okay yeah my eyes are dry oh I was like, you looked like you were in so much pain. You like, <laughs> I was like, are you experiencing angina? Um, it's the but, blue light. So I invite her out to like have a drink. She shares some drink she got from her job with me. It's some type of like Japanese vodka or something. And we're just like having a good time. We're having an interesting time. Where like we were playing music and she like some songs that play, she'd be like, Oh, I love this song. Also, she was an October Scorpio, and I am not fond of October. I'm not fond of people born in October. I think they're bad people. But anyway, um so I was um talking about like we were just kind of talking about what music we like. She liked old school rock. And I was like, Oh, what about gospel? She was like, I don't fuck with gospel. And I was like, okay, gonna I'm gonna back away from that one. Because I don't like talking to people about religion if they're not religious. Because I feel like more often than not, like I feel like to give background again, modern day atheists that I know, excluding you, not you, they very much push on you that like you shouldn't believe in God. And that annoys me because I don't push on people that they should. Yeah. I think old school Christian, like when I grew up, a big thing about Christianity was gaining souls for the kingdom. You can probably cut this whole thing out. This is actually more for you. But like a whole big thing in religion was like your job on earth is to help people that aren't going to go to heaven, go to heaven. I don't know many modern day Christians that do that, or, except for like the old ones. Like I'm sure like my mom and people her age are still like, I got some more souls to gain before I go. I don't do that. I just care about like, if I'm going to go to heaven, I don't give a shit about the rest of you guys. If you want to go cool, it'd be fun to see you there. But if you don't, I don't even really know what happens after we die to be like, you got to get to heaven with me. <laughs> so I don't care. 
And it's like back in the day, atheists used to be like, I mean, I don't believe in God, but you do what you do. And now it's like the roles have reversed. Christians yeah. are like, I mean, I do my thing, but you do what you do. And angel, uh, atheists are like, Sky Daddy's not real. And it's and I'm like, please don't call him Sky Daddy. I don't <laughs> like it. So she did not fuck with gospel except for Kanye West. And I was like, oh, um, I don't listen to him. And she was like, could you just play one song? And I was like, I can't play his, his, his gospel. I don't do it. She was like, you can. You can. I was like, no, I can't. I was like, I don't. It's disingenuous to me, so I'm not going to be able to play it. And she was like, oh, you could just play one. And I was like, I'll play one Kanye West song. So then I played All Falls Down. <laughs> and she was like, oh, but his gospel is so good. So I turned on some other music. And then we just like, we're having just an okay time. We're like, I was playing music from the Dear Victor TV show soundtrack. And I was like, the show wasn't great, but the music is really, really good. And she was like, I highly doubt it's really good. And I was like, you are rubbing me an interesting way. But I often think that I just am like, I, it's hard for me. You can say one thing when I meet you and then I don't like you at all. And we're almost sworn enemies. And I've been working on not being that person because that's a really unpleasant person to be. But man, she was bringing it out of me. So I was trying to ignore it, trying to ignore it. And then she went in the kitchen. I hear a scream. And I come in and her hand is covered in blood. And both of the cats are like over by the front door, like shock faced. And I was like, what happened? And she just was like, <gasps> and gasping and pointing at her hand. And I was like, so what happened? So she went in the bathroom, trailed a, 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 left a trail of blood from where she was standing at my stove to um, the bathroom door. Then she took my like um, nice towel down and I guess rinsed her hand and then wrapped her hand with my towel that I never got back, mind you, um, and just walked past me and went in her room. And I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, so she goes in her room and she had she was eating. So she left her food and her drink out. And I was like, I don't really know what's going on. I'll clean it up for you. She left stuff out there and the cats will get in stuff. So I put it away. And the next morning I'm coming down to... We, we were gonna, this was when we recorded the prom, just for like, I don't know if that helps your memory. So before I went down to watch it with Morgan and on my way back up, she, my roommate is standing outside. Her hand is wrapped in gauze. She was like, yeah, I had to go to the fucking emergency room this morning. And I was like, what happened? And she was like, yeah, they said I got cat bite. And I was like, at the ER, they diagnosed you with cat bite? Yeah. And so they don't even fucking know if the fucking hand works. And I was like, oh. I'm so sorry. What happened? Yeah, it's like, you know, shit happens. It's, fuck it. It's fucking cool. And she goes to work. She comes home early and um, goes in her room immediately. I was like, okay, whatever. So already I felt away because I didn't understand. What, no one has told me what happened. I am just to assume she got bit by one of the cats. So later that night, um, I am at Morgan's again and I'm coming upstairs and she was like, hey, we got to have a conversation. And I was like, Okay, about what? Mind you, this is maybe September 6th. She's lived with me for six days. She was like, you know, one of the cats, you know, the the one of the guy, you know, they they that I got bit last night. I had to go to the, you know, fucking ER. So we gotta talk about like compensation and what's gonna happen with the cats. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um I was like, because when we talked earlier, you know, you said shit, yeah, but it's like, you know, that we we gotta talk about it. And I was like, well, um, I don't really know how the lease works and everything, but I would definitely say, you know, if, if you want to set some boundaries with the cats or anything. But And she was like, yeah, you know, I don't even know if I can stay here. I was like, yeah, no, I know. So definitely let me know if you decide to move just so I can put somebody in that back room. We can talk to our landlord about the lease. She was like, yeah, you know, 
And it's like, we, we got to figure something out. I was like, sure. So definitely let me know what you decide to do about the back room. And she's like, okay, I went upstairs. So then I need, I was, I was shaking. I was hot mad. So I come back downstairs and she smoked. So she would come outside and stand on the corner and dance while she smoked. And I know that this sound, I know it sounds like I'm making it up, but Morgan one time was like, I looked out the window and she was just, stop laughing. I'm trying to explain. Morgan one, Morgan one time was like, I looked outside, I looked out my window because I heard some noise and she was just standing under the streetlight, diddy bopping. So I creep past her and go into Morgan's apartment. And I was like, she talking about some compensation. I may be compensated. I was, so, I, it was crazy. So I go upstairs and um, she, I am not good with confrontation. Confrontation, I think it is childhood trauma. It ignites my fight or flight. I, I can't, I shut down in the midst of conversation. So it was really, really hard to talk to her. So she comes upstairs and she's like, so what are we going to do about this? And I was like, well, you know, like we talked about downstairs, you know, I would definitely say, you know, I don't want you to do anything you're not comfortable with. So, you know, I heard you saying, you know, you, I don't mind setting boundaries about the gates. I mean, you know, my only thing is like, you know, the thing is, I, I, everybody I've told about this, they're like, you know, I had to go to the fucking ER. They don't even know if my hand is going to work again. Meanwhile, talking with her hands. And I was like, no, I totally understand. Um, I would definitely just say maybe we set some boundaries. But I mean, there's what boundaries do we set? You know, everybody I'm talking to is like, is the cat even still there? I was like, right. I don't even really know what happened. I, you know, just one of them bit me. I was like, could you tell me who? I, I'm not I'm not sure. Now, Draco is black and 15 pounds. Geo is gray and maybe five. You don't know which of the cats. But it would be one thing if I had two black, long haired cats. Yeah, I'd be like, OK, yeah, they're hard to tell. Their eyes are different. Color. That, like it would be one thing if it was one of those. They're the same exact cat, but I can tell them apart because they're my, these are two different like breed of cats. Yeah. Also, I've been bitten by dogs. It's forever in my mind what that dog looks like. If it was and enough to make her scream and then have to go to the ER. Here's where things start to break down and get a little. Here's where I started being maybe a little buffy ish. I don't think Draco bit her. I think she stabbed herself. Um, he wasn't super, he was the closest to her, which was why I immediately assumed it was him. But Draco doesn't bite. In the two years I've had him, um, he bit Morgan one time because she was, she was like playing with his stomach and he doesn't like you touching his stomach. But the way he, she had him, he, it was easy for him to bite her because he was laying on her lap. Yeah, same with um, Frank. And then he went through, he went through a phase where like he'd bite toes. And if she had said he bit through my foot, I would have been like, damn, that's fucked up. What do I owe you for the ER visit? Draco has never bitten a hand before and Draco has never drawn blood. So I was like, okay, so we're having the conversation. She's crying and I am trying to keep it together. I'm trying to hold it together because she wouldn't, we weren't communicating and communication has been, it's just gotten so important to me. And I was like, we have to be able to have a commute. We have to be able to communicate. We're not communicating right now. So maybe it's just, it's fucking crazy. You know, it's like, I'm fucking like, I, I, you're, you're saying I need to leave. I was like, no, I'm not saying that. You, the first thing you said to me was that you felt like you should leave. And, and I was saying, I respect and understand that. I just don't want to be, if you ask for your money back for rent, I don't want to have to cover that. If that's what it comes down to, I totally understand. I don't want you to be uncomfortable. It's a fucking cat. And it's like everybody I talk to keeps saying, like, is that cat still fucking there? I was like, okay, let's run this back. So I can't give up the cat. I signed contracts saying that I can't get rid of either of them without paying a fee. You can. I said, okay, I'm not going to get rid of either of the cats. So I should go. So hi, Nicole. TC says hi. 
She, I would, she saw. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. That was super. She saw me. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I can't. Um, I don't. I can barely see my uh, my screen, so I wasn't sure if she was in frame. Maybe I hold on. What is happening? What are oh, you no, doing? It's as high as it goes. Damn, I was trying to turn my light. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying you couldn't see me. Oh no, I I couldn't. I can't see me. Oh no, he's he's Little not man. driving. He's just in his Maybe car because it, I guess, gets the for some weird reason, it gets the best sound. No, I have somewhere to go after this. But um, oh, <laughs> so so then she's crying and she's like, "So I should leave then?" And I was like. I think that maybe we're not communicating really well. I feel like you've shut down. She said, I've definitely fucking shut down. I said, okay, cool. So I think maybe we we, we, we maybe go over this conversation again and we set boundaries. I'm not going to feel any differently tomorrow. I said, okay. So boundaries more for me would be like what we're going to do. If you do decide to leave, um, let's set some boundaries about how the, I, I won't leave the cats. Oh, so the reason, I'm so sorry. I skipped a huge chunk. So the reason we started having this conversation, this conversation is in the kitchen. James, I come out of my room and she's standing there petting Draco. I come out of the room and she hops up, please don't bite me. I was like, so you can't, that, that's the thing. If I come out of my room, they don't understand. Cats aren't like that. She said cats are very smart. I was like, okay. Um, my cats don't, he does. He knows vibes. He knows. Like, he, I don't know what his beef with me is, but he knows vibes. I was like, my cat is not like that. He doesn't have like beef with you. He's a cat. Cats are very smart and they know vibes. And I don't know what his issue is with me, but like <laughs> every time I'm around, it's like, he just, he doesn't fuck with me. He never used to stand by the front door when I was leaving. And now he does. I was like, oh my God, he does. That, if you leave the house, he goes to the front door. That's what cats do. They want to go with you. That's the name of the episode. He has beef <laughs> and he knows vibes. <laughs> so I was like, um, I really do think we should have this conversation tomorrow. And she was like, well, I, what, what is it that you think I'm doing that you don't want to have the conversation now? I said, okay, so this is a boundary of mine. Um, I don't think we should have this conversation right now. Let's reconvene tomorrow. So we shut the conversation down. I put the cats in the room, lock the door. And I went downstairs because I was shaking. I go downstairs. I'm talking to Morgan and Rachel. And um, she's outside. Now it's raining. She's standing in the rain and she's like rapping some music. So I go back upstairs and I go and take a shower and she's in the living room yelling music. So things immediately took a turn for the worse. So she's in the living room like, ah, oh, motherfuckers fucking with me. And you niggas ain't fucking with a nigga like that. And I was like, oh my dear God, this is crazy. So um, I go in the kitchen, get a knife. <laughs> I then put the knife next to me in bed and I had to sleep with clothes on because I was like, Lord only knows what she'll, I don't know what she'll do. Who knows whether or not at some point I'll have to get up and stab this woman. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but I've never experienced anything like this and I think that that might be what it comes to. Time moves on. We have another conversation and she's like, you know, I, but we have a conversation the next day. Mind you, me and this girl have only had one night where we quote hung out. We had a couple drinks. She quote unquote got bitten by a cat. So she's off work for her injury because her hand is paralyzed and she does. And she's a chef and she, she thinks the cat has ruined her career. So she's like, you know, everybody keep, this is the next day after the conversation in the kitchen, we're sitting in the living room and she's like, you know, everybody keeps asking me if he's still there. And I was like, I hear you. I absolutely, if the roles were reversed, what would you do? I said, I couldn't tell you what I would do if the roles were reversed. If he had ever bitten anybody, I might understand more. If you could tell me what happened, I might understand. If you could have told me which one of them even bit you, I, 
there are so many, I was like, and then, you know, the, the, the day you came in from the hospital, you said everything happens. And then the next thing I know, we're talking about compensation and whether or not I'm going to get rid of the cats. I was like, it seems like you want me to get rid of the cats. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Now, I, I'm, the, I'm the new guy here. You know, I'm the new guy. I'm the, the thing is that it's nice here. It's peaceful. It's quiet. You're cool. I said, thank you. <laughs> I was like, thanks. So for me, what it looks like, I was like, so to me, here's how boundaries, this is the best I can come up with. I will leave the cats in their room unless I am out with them. If I'm not home, if I'm asleep, if I'm, they'll stay in there. Yeah, because it's like they stay out all night. And every day I got to fucking stand in front of my fucking door. He just sits in front of the door to my room. And I got to get up and piss at three o'clock in the morning. And I got to say, don't get bitched by no cat. I'm sitting there at my door telling myself, don't let no cat bitch you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so I think they stay in their rooms. I was like, I'll let you know when they're out. I, if if you want to like leave your room, could you maybe let me know? She said, okay, that that's fine. I was like, okay. So I will own, I'll be out whenever they're out. If you ever want to come out, if you could shoot me a text, I can't send you a text every time I want to come out my room. I said, okay, well then there goes that boundary. I'm not really sure. Well, we, it's just like, I don't, so she's crying again. I like it here. It's quiet. It, I was like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. If the roles were reversed, I said, I don't really think we should do that because the roles aren't reversed. What has happened here is you are saying that he bit you. I am saying, I don't know what happened. And, and, and I'm trying to work with that as best I can. It's just, so I should go. I should go. I said, so I feel like we've shut down again and we're not really getting anywhere. Maybe we, I, I think for me right now, the best, the, the best boundary is they will only be out when I'm out. I would appreciate if you'd let me know, Hey, you know, at least when you're coming in from work and when you're leaving for work. So that way, if I have something to do, I can let them out and I won't have to worry about what's going on while I'm gone. She agreed to that. That was kind of a rocky start because she would like sometimes tell, sometimes I'd know she was coming home because she was unlocking the door and I'd be like, boys, it's time to go in the room. Sometimes I'd know she was gone because I'd text her like, hey, I'm going to let the cats out for a bit. And she'd be like, oh, I left for work three hours ago. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So the 15th of September comes and I was like, hey, um, by that point I knew she was crazy. <laughs> um, so I was like, hey, you know, um, is it cool if I show your room? And she, oh no, I was like, hey, um, I have some people that want to come see the par the apartment. Is it cool if I show your room? She said, why are you leaving? I was like, no. Remember we had a talk and you said you were going to go? She said, yeah, well now I'm going to stay. I was like, <laughs> so based on the last conversation we had, we agreed that you'd be moving. So I'm going to move forward with that. Uh, if you don't want me to show your room, I won't. Cool. She came in that night and said, so can I stay? I said, I really think it would be for the best if we part ways. She said, why? Because the cat? I said, I just. No, because of the be, you. Yeah. She was like, yeah, OK, yeah. So then that night she did some more screams. Um, so one night Rachel comes up to play 2K. And this was a, I had to get uh, my landlord involved because she, she wouldn't let me show the room. So my landlord comes on. I think this is the 20th of September. And he was like, you know, things aren't working out. And we were like, no. And I was like, for me, it just isn't working out. She was like, it's the cats. Or at least I think it's the cats. I was like, it's just not working for me. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. So uh, my landlord, God bless the man, is like, all right. I mean, you know, it's two days notice. So from today, the room needs to be clean in two days to show lease. Um, and then because it's a month-to-month -month lease, you do, you do still have 30 days from when we agree the lease isn't working for them to leave. So, Alexis, you have until October, uh, October 20th. I was like what what are you doing <laughs> that's not how month to month works and i had like four people that wanted to come see the unit and all of them were like well no i can't move on october 20th i need to be out by september 30th so 
we agree on that. And then a couple nights later, Rachel comes upstairs to play 2K. Um, and we would like play, we drink, we'd have a good time. And Alexis would usually stay in her room. So we come home, me and Rachel come in that night and there is change all over the bathroom floor. And I was like, okay, that's, and I had just cleaned the bathroom. So it really pissed me off. And her towel, like her washcloth was also in the sink. And I'm like, I'm not gonna have people washing your washing our hands and shit over your washcloth. So I was like, hey, um, I think you, some change fell out of your, it was at least $3 in change all over my bathroom floor. So I was like, I think maybe some change fell out of your pocket and your washcloth is in the sink. And she was like, she texted me back and was like, just toss it. I was like, it's money. I'm not going to throw your money away. I'll just fucking leave it. So me and Rachel are in the middle of a game of 2K. She slinks out of her room, gathers all the change were off you the also, floor, and then come. Were you also recording What the Hell Mouth? No, not at that time. We had just <laughs> uh, stopped. It, I was a couple games in by the time we stopped recording. <laughs> so she comes and puts the change next to me on the table. And I was like, I mean, that's yours. That's not mine. So then now she's making really, really firm eye contact with me while sitting the change down. I said, I mean, get it how you live, champion. Thanks. And went on about the game. So me and Rachel are playing. And at one point, she comes out of her room. And we're making like, she no, she comes out of her room to go smoke. And I also think she was using drugs that weren't drugs I've ever used before because she'd be so like loopy, but also energetic. So she comes up, me and Rachel are talking about Whitney Houston because Rachel does not think Whitney Houston has one of the greatest voices of all times. And I was like, that's just, you. what are you talking about? So Alexis walks in and she goes, can I just say, I'm going to miss this, like this conversation. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, and we go on and talk. So then she stops. And she's standing in front of her door, wearing a coat, facing away from me and Rachel. And me and Rachel are just talking to one another and never her. And like, she'll be like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> whenever we make jokes with one another, sometimes they were inside jokes from years ago that she wouldn't even understand. Like she was just a part of the conversation. So me and Rachel are like looking at each other. And then we were talking about just Whitney Houston. And I was like, and her best song is such. That girl said, the way her daughter died the same exact way she did. I said, yeah. So anyway, it's just nothing she said makes sense. So then me and Rachel are having fun, getting drunk, listening to music. And she comes out at this point, she's sitting on the couch, like joining in with us. But we are never we never talked to her. We weren't saying anything to her and she wouldn't stop. Jo she would just like laugh with us and say things that no one would acknowledge. That's something so we're playing too. that's something either super drunk people or just very high people do at parties. But this is not a party. This is weird. And it was like me and Rachel were also drunk, but still it was really, really tense. You could feel the tension. You could cut the tension with the knife that I had to sleep with under my pillow for a full month. So um, she is sitting there with us. And at Wait, one point I played Hold on. Oh, did you have a knife under your pillow or did you have Draco's tooth? I hear I both are teeth. very sharp. <laughs> so uh, no, I meant to tell you. So at one point, <laughs> at one point, she finally takes the gauze off because she is not permanently paralyzed from the uh, cat bite, and um, it was like on the middle of her wrist. Now, in one of my crazier moments, shortly after it was alleged that Draco bit her, I was sitting on the couch with Draco, pried his little mouth open, and put my hand in, and I was like, "There's just no way. There's no way he could have bitten her." But also, once I saw the bite, it was the middle of her wrist. It wasn't her hand. It, he wouldn't have been able to get half a wrist in his mouth to do it. I really think she stabbed herself. And I don't know what knife she would have done it with. So I, I haven't been using my knives. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> 
So that night, I play WAP on my loudspeaker. And then she's like, oh, my God, could y'all play the video? I need to see Make the Stallion. I was like, dude, we're in the middle of a game. Please, could you you could pause it real quick? And Rachel was the only one playing 2K at, at that point. So I was like, she's playing a game. I'm not going to tell her to turn it off. She turned to Rachel and said, could you play it real quick? Rachel said, this isn't my house. I can't <laughs> tell him what to play. So she comes over to the couch, gets maybe a foot from my face. Hey, hey, please, Tavia, please. Could you? I was like, no, I'm not doing it. So then she sits back down. So I was standing on my couch with a bottle of alcohol, dancing to some song. Me and Rachel were dancing along. Alexis comes and hops between us on the couch. Rachel said, oh, I turned the video off. She was like, oh, I, I thought it was still recording. Rachel was like, yeah. So then some song was playing and I was rapping along to it and Rachel was recording me. So instead of jumping to get in the video, she's just in the background going, oh, oh, <laughs> And we were like, the next day, me and Rachel were sitting in the car like, what the fuck happened last night? So I got pretty drunk that night. Rachel goes back downstairs and Alexis goes out to, oh, to get her out of the living room, I had to turn my gospel playlist on. She would not leave any other way. As soon as that gospel came on, because she was a demonic force, she had to leave. So she goes down to smoke a cigarette. Rachel comes down. I put everything away, take a shower and pass, clean the fuck out. She had also, when she went back in her room when I was playing gospel, I texted her like, hey, let me know if the music is too loud. And mind you, I was pretty drunk. So when I got a text message back from her number saying message blocking has been turned on, I didn't understand what it meant. So I texted her again like, hey, my text didn't come through for some reason. Let me know if the music is too loud. Message blocking has been, because she had blocked me when she went in her room. I was like, oh my God, there is something very wrong with you. But there are only like nine days left, uh, maybe nine days left of you living here if you could be out by October 1st. So I'll take it. So she goes downstairs to smoke. Rachel leaves the house. I pass out. And I wake up at like 11 a.m. And I have 13 missed calls from her, three text messages. And Morgan had called me like nine times. And I was like, oh, my God, I got really drunk and did or said something I shouldn't have. I was like, I can't believe I got naked in front of Rachel and Alexis because I was so drunk. Because I couldn't remember. It was too hazy. And I called Morgan. And I was like, hey, what happened? And Morgan was like, at about 3 o'clock in the morning, I hear this boom, 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 on my door. And I look out the window and Alexis is pointing, pointing, pointing at the door. So I went to the room and went, hey, Rachel, it's Alexis for you. And I guess when Rachel went to the door, Alexis was gone. Oh, that's so creepy. Because she had lost her keys and couldn't get back into the house. And I wasn't answering because I was asleep. So she was just beating on Morgan and Rachel's door to get in. So then... The next day, she was like, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. I didn't have my keys. And Morgan was like, yeah, you can't beat on people's door at 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I, I had lost my keys. So fast forward, somehow, some way, she manages to leave. Um, she leaves on the 1st of October. She, uh, I, had a bu- I had like a 30-pack of meal prep container. She stole them. Uh. <laughs> I had a container that had all of my like daily supplements and like medicine. She stole all of my aspirin. She stole my cod liver oil and my biotin. And she stole an unopened thing of NyQuil. Um, and then last week on maybe Wednesday, I woke up to a text message that said, you cared more about a fucking cat than a black ass human. Your life is really sad. I was like, Ma'am, I haven't spoken to you since like September 29th. Why are you? Because ta- I forgot the blocker. It was I just October was fairly de- like more decent than I think. This year has been so terrible, and I've been so chronically depressed that October for me was maybe like the just most normal I've ever felt. Where like I wasn't crying every single night and didn't need to drink to feel something. So I wasn't even thinking about it till I got the text. 
But the moral of the story, um, the moral of that really long story is that, wow, roommates, man. They're crazy. I think she stabbed herself. <laughs> All right. I bet when she clipped her toenails, they grew still. Uh, well, what's uh, what you got to plug? Follow me on Instagram at tavia.cw. I post pictures of myself more and more increasingly. I took a ton of pictures when I got my hair cut because I knew my hair wouldn't look that good again for a while. And I'm going to just post them over the course of this next several weeks. Follow me on Twitter at Tavia underscore CW where they won't let me put a period and I'm going to complain about it until they change that stupid rule. And also where I post those same exact pictures, but not with captions because I feel uncomfortable putting captions on my pictures on Insta- on Twitter. It seems vain. I will. Anyone looking to, to get their jollies off. New pictures of TC. Very, very handsome. Uh, Thanks, James. I, every time I scroll, I'm like, oh, it's an ad. But no, it's my friend TC. Thanks. But guys, uh, please listen to our new podcast, The Podcast That Be, over on patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. And if you sign up for that, you'll get many episodes of Talking About Beyblade, Engage with Nicolas Cage, and the Toku Reading Corner, along with some past private live streams that Nicole and I have done. It's fun. Hop on over there, patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. Links in the description for all the other shit that uh, you you can check out of mine. That's it. Are we podcasters? Yeah. Could could we be potters? Could yeah. it be the potters that be? The pot, I mean. Because it sounds like powers. Oh, potters? The potters that be. Well, I mean. Because that's us. Uh, yeah, but I, like, I've already made the. Do you mean, do you want to change the name of the podcast itself? Yeah. Podcast that me just really hits the ear in a way. I know. We couldn't think of anything else. The Potters That Be. As soon as you said the podcast that be, I personally thought the Potters That Be, but this felt like your brainchild. Why didn't you tell me? Because it felt like your brainchild and I didn't want to step on it. This is not my brainchild. This is our show. It's our show, but definitely your brainchild. You, I thought you wanted to do this because when I'm I brought to do it yeah when you when I brought it up you were like yeah man I was ex- yeah I was gonna say the same th- actually I thought you brought it up no you asked if we could do it and I said I knew you'd ask that oh okay I thought there was ex- I'm down to do it for sure I'm really excited to get through the first season because I think we'll equally hate it so much that we won't have to finish oh my god it's a woman it's a woman and she's walking her dog but she's on one of the motors <laughs> she was the, the sidewalk in front of my house is super choppy so she was like wait 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 <laughs> oh man uh, I will uh, I'll react to what you just said on the actual angel show because I I, I have a revelation since we've announced this there's an episode of Buffy called Revelation have you watched it yet yeah, yeah, I think have. so yeah alright but I've been James I've been Tavia and this has been what, what the, the hell, hell mouth? mouth I'll sync that up alright guys bye bye this has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum for more content please visit mlmpod.com To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today. Okay.
kiss me. Beneath milky twilight, lead me. Out on the moonlit floor, lift your open hands. Strike up the band and make the fireflies We do need to start. We remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost gone. <clears throat>